Too Many Comics, episode 143. Rooks, after some longer shows, we're going to have a quick one. Hooray. <laughs> so, you know, interestingly, as we'll get to the number ones later, it's, it appears to be a slim a slimmer week for our kind of news that we typically follow up on. Because I didn't save. I mean, I, I saved stuff to our Facebook page and my Feedly account going back through the week. Uh, there's surprisingly not a lot there, but... One thing does stand out, and that is since we last talked, uh, Marvel has released the second epic final trailer for Infinity War. Well, thank God, because there was like no Umbrella Academy news. Um, for the first time ever. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay, so what do you think? It, it looks awesome. I think we finally we finally see, what, what at least what I've been waiting for is Tony interacting with the Guardians. So we get a little tease of that. They... T Spider-Man doing some more stuff, Thanos pounding, pummeling some people. Uh, you know, I, I'm interested when we go see this movie in New York City. Um, That's right. How it's already supposed to be the the longest Marvel movie to date, which isn't surprising. Longer than long Black Panther. <laughs> um, the trailers are showcasing a lot of fighting, which I'm sure there's going to be a lot of fighting. So I'm wondering how they're going to juggle actual character stories, which they're very good at doing. You know, all these, these characters have driven a lot of these movies, all these characters to give us some sort of storyline in the midst of everything that has to be going on here. Well, look, I think that because there have been so many, uh, new singular movies that led into this, this one, you don't have to have that much. I don't want to say sacrifice all the character development, but I mean, talk about a masterclass of how to like lead up to a movie. I mean, you've got, like I said, all the character developments happened over the last seventeen hours of cinema. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's get to the fighting. That's why we're here, fighting. This is like the uh, what was the the little play the during Avengers versus X Men, the versus issues. What were those called? Uh, I think they were literally called that. Oh, okay. Well, it was just one fight after another. Those are pretty sweet. Yeah, I enjoyed them all. Yeah. I mean, so, I disagree with with some of the outcomes, but, you know, what are you going to do? So you're looking forward to three hours worth of fighting. Well, I mean, my buddies are going to be in town, so we'll have to just take, get after it. <laughs> That's fine. And, uh, uh, that, that being said, we probably got to buy tickets soon because they went on pre-sale when the trailer came out. Uh, the last that I had read... They broke 24-hour pre-sale records in six hours. So I realize that to you, you know, New York is just one big place, but I need you to tell me where you want to see it in the city because there are multiple options. You know, uh, some – like my one friend was trying to tell me we should go to like the Times Square one. I'm like, absolutely not. That's no the absolute – that's that's like – that's terrible but i think i think we should go in the city and then like you know roll out you know and go fight people (laughs) (laughs) well you know the lay of the land so you uh you find one that's not going to be super crazy and we'll make it happen okay feeling good perfect i can't wait i mean i i really can't wait when are you here again what are the dates Uh, april 27th the day it comes out oh my god it's gonna be so great (laughs) i can't i'm so excited anyway We've we've also got a another trailer, I would say tomorrow, but when people hear this, it'll likely be today, of Marvel's Cloak and Dagger show. So they are dropping a trailer Tuesday, March 20th at 9 a.m. Pacific, which was noon Eastern. Uh, likely, I would imagine, 
probably the final trailer. I would, I would guess so. The show debuts June seventh. They've they've had a lot of teasers already. One full trailer. I imagine this will probably be it, and you should start to see more ads pop up. And for reasons I get to get to later in, in the books that we read this week, I'm very much looking forward to seeing seeing this trailer. I'm still, you know, I've been interested in the show ever since they started teasing this, which, as we mentioned before, was way back before the Runaway Show had ever even come out. So it's it's been a long time for this one. It does feel like a long time. I feel like it's been in the can for a while too. And, and you have seen all of the Runaways show, and I feel like this is going to be a good like you know counter punch, I guess. So if it's even half as good as what I hear about the Runaways, because I don't have Hulu, Sawi, uh, I, I think it's be great. I'm going to watch it. Do you get Freeform? Well, that's on the ca- basic cable. <laughs> so yes, yes, I do. Damn it! Just had to make sure. Okay, don't just get off my tit, okay? All right. Well, if yeah, if it's half as good as Runs White Runaways, it'll be a good show. Okay, so uh, as we continue to power through this week, Eternity the Girl number one, take take me through it. Okay, this is from DC's Young Animal. This is a character. I don't want to read the whole synopsis here because it's it's very long. Uh, Eternity Girl is a girl that, in short, was experimented on. Uh, gained some powers, some ability to obviously live for eternity, doesn't die, is a shapeshifter, uh, is struggling with everyday life now in this new reality of not being able to die, of having to shift into a normal-looking person to exist in the world, um, fighting with with that new life of hers, essentially. Um, what I think this book did did well is I, f- I feel like there's a lot of... Like the tone of the book is a a lot of reality based sort of emotions that that people would have. So it's, you know, based around this person that that can't die and has these powers and is struggling, but it's struggling with, you know, everyday life of of having to exist in the world. And I can imagine that a lot of people who are sort of depressed or looking for a way out of life probably feel a lot of the same things that that she does for different reasons, obviously, because they're not, uh, you know, super humans. But. You know, I, I got that sense that this book would probably hit home for a lot of people were they were they to ever read it. And I, I thought that was pretty good storytelling. So this book, in some ways, and we'll talk we'll touch on this later on, reminded me of Mister Miracle. Do you understand how I could arrive to this? Yeah, where we got a character that is tortured and is sort of balancing, you know, being blessed with abilities, but also not a. And you said you can't really die can't really there, there's no escape from this yeah and it has tried it, numerous numerous times n- numerous times and i thought but i thought the art was serviceable i thought the the writing was pretty crisp um and the and, and i felt bad because uh magdalene vis, vis, visaggio is that is that Sounds okay right. okay <laughs> um you know she signed this thing last week uh in the city and i couldn't do it uh but i i thought this was pretty all right you know i think again it, it reminded me in many good ways uh, of Mr. Miracle, which I think is a book that's, that we'll, t- we'll discuss later once again. But, I, I mean, I thought it was pretty okay. It, this is sitting at an 8.8 critic rating as 7.9 user on Comic Book Roundup. So, you know, I think that's – I think the fans have, and, the, and the critics have, have spoken, right? Yeah. It, it, it seems to me a book that critics would love, um, the, just the, the tones that it takes – the, I like that it's a one of six. I think this is something that I would be interested in continuing to read or, or at least picking up when it finishes to, to go right through it. There was one 
small thing that I liked of this, and I don't know if it was planned this way, but I didn't know anything of this character before starting to read this book. And I liked that right up front, they did not really tell you much. You kind of just jump right into the story. You know, you're picking up characters, picking up her life through through what she's doing and talking about. And then if you kept going all the way through the end after Gerard Way's uh, letter, the, like the back of the book, there's a eternity girl who's who in DC's Young Animal. And there's like a short three-paragraph history, which sort of gives you the back. I mean, you you already picked up on some of this through the book as you were reading, but it just sort of lays it out. And I feel like sometimes books will put this in the front and it gives you a little teaser. Uh, but I thought they, they did a great job of giving you some history of this person that, that, you know, it was an easy read for someone who had no idea who it was. And then you finished and you got this little backstory to sort of fill in what may have been missed. Uh, I don't so know if she, that was intentional so she, or not, but it was good. So she's new or she's not. I have no idea. Okay. Well, after all that, I thought she had some insights. <laughs> well, I mean, it just has her, her history in, like, her story history. So not necessarily, like, oh, appeared in this book so-and-so years ago. Not, like, DC history. Um, but, like, you know, why she was temporarily reassigned in Alpha 13. You know, sort of her what her powers can do. How she got the powers. Um, you know, it, I don't know. It was just a small little thing that, I don't like I said, I'm not sure if it was planned. Uh, but it was a nice little touch at the end to, to summarize and, and add a little bit to what you had just read rather than putting it up front. Cause it would have just made a, a good book sort of meaningless had you gotten all that up front. So, so you, you, you danced around this, so you're going to stay in. I think so. Yeah. I think I like it too. I really do. Good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Well, I mean, I'm glad to hear that too. I'm right glad it's one of six. The The other young animal books have been, Hit or miss, delays, uh, whatever. Hopefully this is completed or on some regular schedule. Well, so there you go. I don't be so down. I I think this is one of those ones where we've had a couple weeks where we didn't hate books, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Hear that? Oh, by the song? way, that's right. Wait, 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 one quick thing. I hate to keep mentioning my, my one friend who keeps stepping in it. So I told you before about the whole recycling thing. Then I told you where he uh, jumbled uh, Ace Up Your Hole. Then he texted me the other day because we're going to some networking thing this week uh, in the city, which is just like uh, whatever. And the text read, just let me know what what it's going to be about. I always stick my foot in my wife. And he meant to say foot in my mouth. But somehow that got corrected. So I think – I mean I don't think she would care for that. No. I don't know what what you're into. So there you go. Let's keep it going. Foot and and wives. We're going to need a – a drop to put in the weird thing this guy says. It's there's just the the, the list is a mile long. So, <laughs> so, so uh, what else you get? Wait, and once uh, again, so next week, what's going on? Next week we are. It was a slim week once again, but we have landed on Lucy Dreaming number one out of Boom Studios. This is written by Max Bemis, drawn by Michael Dialnis. Hmm. Uh, Maximus Moon Knight writer and lead singer of Say Anything and Michael Dionis present a sweeping coming of age fantasy about living your dreams literally in her dreams Lucy is the hero of all her favorite stories living each night as a grand adventure these journeys will teach her more about herself and the real world around her than she ever expected okay now Max Bemis did a story did a book that I read a couple years ago and uh, he wasn't nearly as famous, and he never responded or he responded to my tweets in any way. But I'm gonna give this book a chance. 
What book was it? I don't remember. Okay, so the name looked familiar to me, and I looked it up, and he we have definitely done a debut review of his in the past, and it was Worst X-Man Ever. Uh, that is not the one that I read, but, <laughs> but, that, but that was quite awful, just so you know. What the hell? I, I, I gotta know. Eek. I got nothing. All right. Well, but, put a cap in it. I, well, I will. All right. So what else you get to this week? Uh, so let me go back to my tabs here. Um, so I read, I mean, as I, the, the first book I always read when it shows up is Astonishing X-Men by, Charl, by uh, Charles Sewell. Love it. Still maintains to be fantastic. I read uh, The New Mutants. This is by Matthew Rosenberg. Not so great, but you know, I, I like the writer and the concept. Uh, Mr. Miracle number seven. I assume you read this, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, Let's talk a little gr- bit. It, okay. So you go for it. All right. The last issue was the one that was my favorite of the series thus far, in the sense that it took away a lot of the stuff that I have zero clue about the the ongoing big scale war, all those sort of characters that get involved. And it was just an issue of big Barda and Mr. Miracle, uh, you know, the banter going back and forth of them taking out some dudes, the panel by panels were awesome. It was just a, a perfect put together book. This one has this, this issue stuck along that, that cord. Again, it's a, a human element story of just the two of them and big Barda giving birth to the, to Jacob. Um, even the characters outside, while I don't have the full grasp of who they are, you know, the, the wittiness going back and forth between the two, um, you know, the well wishes that they sent and just being out there and the whole process of this happening. I mean, this, this whole book essentially happens in just a hospital room of someone giving birth and it was a fantastic read. So, I mean, that's a testament to the story they've put together. These two characters that they've made me so care so much about, even though I don't really, understand things as a whole as to what they have going on. Yes. I thought it was great. Um, and there has been, uh, and look this up. We, we won't discuss it here, but apparently there was a character way back when called the lump, which is what, uh, Mr. Miracle refers to Jacob as at the end of the, of uh, the book that could explain the entire what's going on here. So look that up listeners and you. Huh. So it seems this might be, pretty tragically uh misleading okay. so there's that yeah. so, so so look that up all right uh what else you got um uh, so the only other thing that i had gotten to was as i was buying my books on comiXology going through there was uh, a ridiculous sale for a cloak and dagger book that was that was there and it was it's a full trade um i want to say it was on sale for like two bucks or something or maybe even a dollar and our Comixology Unlimited subscription brought it down to $0.84. Cents, so I felt inclined to purchase, knowing that the TV show is coming out and I'm excited to watch it. My interactions with Cloak & Dagger have basically only been in their appearances in The Runaways way back in the day. Uh, so I wanted to learn a little bit more about them. And, uh, you know, I'd happily pay $0.84 cents to do so. So this, <laughs> <laughs> this book is called Cloak & Dagger Runaways and Reversals. This collected, I have it pulled up here. So it collected three, four books of Runaways that they were in, which I, of course, had read years ago. Uh, Cloak and Dagger, number one from 2010. Spider Island, Cloak and Dagger, one through three. And Amazing Spider-Man, six through eight in 2015. 
and material from Strange Tales, Dark Corners, Marvel Knights, Double Shot, number three, Dark X-Men, The Beginning, number two, Amazing Spider-Man, 663, and Amazing Spider-Man Annual, number one, from 2016. So there's a lot of Cloak & Dagger stories here, a lot of different versions, a lot of different takes, uh, of course, a lot of different art. Um, they, they get involved with Norman Osborn, uh, with the Avengers. Um, they tease with the X-Men a little bit, obviously the Runaways. So you know, I don't know if this is still for sale. Uh, if it is, I suggest, you know, you pick it up. I mean, it's super cheap. A lot of books come with it and it gives you a, a lot of an, an in-depth look at, at, you know, what we might get to see in the, in the new TV show. Did you ever read, uh, tells a, a suspense? No, this is what you wanted me to read. Wait, you got so. I will. My God. I will. I will. But, but you, there's, you're going to love it so much. Is all I'm trying to say. It's Matthew Rosenberg, Trevor Foreman. Very, tells, very good. Tells of suspense. You can hear me typing I th- right I, now. I thought I thought you already did this the last time. We Let me this make up. sure. I mean, just buy the damn thing. You're going to like it so much. It's very well done. All right. Next week, I will have read this. Okay, well, I'll, I'll believe it when I hear it. <laughs> you, you, you son of a bitch. Uh, is that all I read? Oh, I, I did wrap up Civil War two as well. Okay. So, Thoughts? so that was the, uh, you know, I think the fact that I got to read it in like essentially three sittings, maybe four, versus over the course of like nine months, made it easy to get through. But I mean, you know, it was, it was well done. So I recommend it for basically free if you pay for your <laughs> subscriptions to Kongsology Unlimited. I do love the includes 15% slash through the price. I mean, Amazon knows how to sell things to make you believe you're paying just that little bit less of money. I mean, I'm with you. I really am. Oh, you know, one more thing. I also read Old Man Logan. Uh, and they have changed the, – the, the writer remains Ed Brisson, but they have changed the artist to someone I don't know. And I hate to say it, but like I like it better now. Sorry. Mm, I, okay. do. I do. I do. I, I, that's what happens when you read books uh, based upon pictures versus actual you know, script. <laughs> Sorry. That's what it is. So, But yeah, I, I find myself being like, you know what? I like this better. So there you go. All right. So we mentioned how it was a super slow news week, at least for us. The only thing that we've got in here, so we'll see if something, anything pops up as we're chatting. But worth noting, as we talk about Mr. Miracle and how much we've enjoyed the last two issues, uh, the solicitations for DC came out for June 2018. Don't expect to see Mr. Miracle number 10 among the offerings. So Mitch Gerard's the the artist, is taking a month off after his wife gave, gave birth to their first child. He's a little backed up doing the thing. So the book is currently solicited through issue number nine to be released in May. And then it'll take a month off expected to pick up in July with issue number 10 of the 12 issue series. I find that annoying, but congratulations. <laughs> Must you tease us like that? At least it wasn't like before the, the very last issue. I mean, just, <laughs> I don't know how this works, but you, <laughs> this wasn't drawn already. <laughs> <laughs> crying out loud, right? Clearly, no? it's not, and you okay, know how it well, works. I mean, maybe more than some people, but I don't know. All right, whatever. Well, either way, I feel like we should apologize for such a short episode. How many misses this? It's like twenty right now. 
Good. I think that people should be getting <laughs> very excited about this. You guys got a break. Uh, one piece of follow-up that I did not mention. Uh, I did not make it to the comic shop. My books are uh, still you, hanging you, out there. How many you got? Three? I'm so terrible. Well, it's been backed up for a little while now, so I'm assuming there's some Super Six? Sons, some Saga, uh, maybe Paper Girls. I think I was still getting the single issues of those, even though I've just been reading... I'm mean, gonna get caught up with them. I bought the volumes on Comicsology. Either way, there's probably enough there that I will spend more than I want to when I finally do make it. You should. You know, I'm selling my place out there, so I have less reasons to go back that way. All right. Well, when you come sell it, we'll make a trip together. Hey. Okay. <laughs> and I'll cancel my pools. There you go. It's, right. it, you know what though? Once you tear off that bandaid, it's not so hard. Yeah, it'll be fine. All right. Well, until next week when we talk about tales of suspense. <laughs> We'll see about that. <laughs> TooManyComics.com. Hit us up.